Just how proud is this USC team? We're going to find out. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Culkin, and thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching the show on YouTube or wherever you're going to download it, this podcast is free. I appreciate your support. You can show yours. It's free. It's quick. It's easy. If you're watching on YouTube, just click that red subscribe button. Get it over with. Join the club. When you see the thumbs up, smash it and hit that bell notification. That way you will not miss one episode. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that can treat up to 50, over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S like Sam, E like Edward, medical.com. You all think I don't read your viewer comments. Well, my everyday viewers will tell you differently. They know I do because I'm always replying back to them. Sometimes I'm doing that because they've raised some really good, excellent points. Other times I respond because Pride is involved. Usually yours. You got to put it back in its place. Sometimes it's mine. Uh, in many cases, it has to do with USC's pride, though. Will this game, USC at Oregon, two touchdown underdog Trojans, actually, I think the line has gotten up to 15 points now. Will this game show how much pride this football program has right now? Kind of a serious question. I bring it up because I think the team goals and the anticipation of, you know, playing for the championship, well, national championship, getting to the playoffs, those are gone, right? Kaput, Kainara, see you tomorrow. Look, losing sucks. And we know winning solves a lot of problems. But winning this year hasn't covered, well, the games that they've won hasn't even covered up this team's underlying issues. Uh, the biggest issue, of course, is the defense. And the defense is kind of rolling over and allowing 300 yards on the ground to Washington. Yeah. That's their third game in a row that USC's defense gave up over 200 yards on the ground. And they've let that happen seven out of their 10 games that they play. I'm sorry. This is USC football. Where is the effing pride? Where is the freaking pride? Yeah, I was going with a different word. Look, I am, if you know me, you know I'm not into moral victories. But I will, I'm actually going to extend one to USC's defense this week. If they are somehow able to hold the Ducks below 200 yards on the ground, that's a win. To win for the defense. And I think it might even excuse Mason Cobb um, from saying that he and, you know, and I'm sure there was other players on the defense um, who didn't watch the game film. Mason came out and said he didn't watch any of the game film last, from last week's, my word, debacle uh, versus the Huskies. I, I totally get the, uh, the idea of, you know, flush that game out of the system. 
that whole mentality, you know, why watch why watch something that bad? Look, if it was just one bad game, an anomaly, I get it. But this is who the USC defense is. I don't really think you have uh I don't think you have the 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 latitude to say, you know what, I'm not gonna watch this game. Nobody wants to see themselves getting their butts kicked after they actually experienced it. You know, what's the saying? Pride cometh before the fall. I, I get that you're you're not going to be running the same defensive scheme since Alex Grinch is no longer going to be directing the defense. So, you know, you know, why would you want to even watch that film, right? And I get, you know, Mason Cobb said he felt his time was better spent, you know, meeting with the new defensive coordinator, or his co-defensive coordinator, and his position coach, by the way, uh, Brian Odom. But I I think everyone would agree, hopefully, that you can probably still learn something, even as painful as it would be watching that film. Sometimes players kind of talk out loud without really saying anything, without saying a word. Social media is a really interesting place to try and navigate. If you're looking for clues, trying to find some direction, get a feel for the team. A lot of times people see uh, likes and, and retweets on X, formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> and, think, and think that the players are actually giving an, an endorsement. It's probably not your best source for information. Sometimes I'll like a tweet, and it has it really has nothing to do with the tweet itself. I like the person who's doing the tweet. There's, there's a perception out there right now that a few of the players on defense are throwing the coaching staff under the bus. And it's, I, it's easy to understand why. Some of USC's pride, or the lack thereof, actually displayed itself during a second quarter timeout in that game against Washington. I, I spoke about this briefly earlier in the week. You remember they have that timeout and Alex Grinch is giving the team their, the, the defensive squad their direction for the next play coming out of that out of that timeout. And he held his hand up for that unity high five. Everybody kind of you know, was either sucking on water or just walking away. It was a bad look. It wasn't the type of Trojan pride you want to display. So what's going to happen if the Trojans find themselves on the wrong side of the scoreboard? And what happens if that score gets out of control? How much pride will this team show? Are they going to, you know, like Mason Cobb said earlier in the week when he was interviewed, are they going to stick their fist out there and fight? Are they going to tuck tail and, you know, kind of just play the game out? Hope that Go Oklahoma, where they tell the other team, hey, can you just run the ball so the clock moves faster? If I ever <laughs> hear of a Trojan player making that comment to the opposing team across the line of scrimmage, we're going to have issues. I'm not going to challenge you to a fight, but I will out that player. That better never happen. That happened when Oklahoma played USC in the Orange Bowl, 55 to 19. There were players act, literally asking USC, just run the ball, get the clock going. 
so again, you know, are you going to fight? Is this team going to fight to the end? There's only two regular season games left. Or are they just going to let it let the season play out and try it one more time when they come home against UCLA? The Trojans still have a chance to play for the conference championship. They're going up to Oregon. They're going to be playing the Ducks, who are 32-2 and at home since 2018. Yeah. They're a good home team. As I said, I'm not into moral victories. But one moral victory trophy for USC in 2023 would be beating the Ducks in Oregon and spoiling their dream for not just getting to the playoffs, but more immediately getting to the conference championship game. That's what USC should be playing for. That's the pride they need to display. And if they do that, if they are somehow able to come away with that win, that's going to keep their chances alive to make the Pac-12 Conference Championship game. They win at Oregon. They come home. They beat UCLA. Guess what? They're going to Vegas. So let's be positive. We'll talk about that in my Friday rant, but we're going to be positive. USC is going to Show some pride. They're going to give their best effort, and they're going to find a way to win this game, right? Right? <laughs> Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. At eBay Motors, they have everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay. Guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. The college football season is here, and this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage. Every Friday, Locked On will go live from 12, from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. Locked on College Football Live will cover the college football playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and they're going to go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Live every Friday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You're not going to want to miss the show. Both Caleb Williams and Bo Nix, Oregon's quarterback right now, I, I think they're probably running in a distant second place to Washington's quarterback, Michael Penix Jr. Uh, it, for the Heisman race, for the player of the year in the conference. But let's be honest right now. Penix has two big-time wins on his belt. And both of those wins also provided a, some Heisman moments for himself. I've stated it before. Realistically, I think Williams 
is out of the Heisman competition for this season. With that said, though, he does have a chance to look good at the end of the year. He's got two big games ahead of him. And knowing how competitive he is, I have a feeling he would love to spoil Bo Nix's opportunity, especially if Caleb has a great game in Eugene. Through nine games that he's... The Ducks have played nine games this year. Bo Nix has thrown 25 touchdowns and only two interceptions. And he's run for two more. Superman, USC's Trojan, Caleb Williams. Um, he's he's played 10 games this year. And through those first five games, he didn't play a complete game. He, he played into the third quarter, maybe the fourth quarter on one of them. But despite not playing a full game up until, you know, until he got to really game six through 10, he's thrown 28 touchdown passes. He has four interceptions. We know we had three in one game. Sigh. <laughs> uh, but if you're also keeping score, he also has another 10 touchdowns running the ball. He leads the country with 38 touchdowns. He's having a really good season. He's just not having the type of season that, Neither he or anybody else, I think, anticipated. <laughs> Maybe again, at the beginning of the year, this game was circled on everybody's calendar. It was supposed to, you know, help determine the conference champion. And it still will. It's still going to have a lot of meaning. But I, I think the entries, the interest and the intrigue in this game, at least for this matchup, I think it's dropped. Um, and it, it's, it started to drop after each USC loss. I mean, each time USC dropped in the polls, the interest in this game dropped. And now USC's out of the playoff picture. People are going to be tuning in. They're going to want to see the, the Caleb Williams versus the Bo Nick show. Everybody anticipates Oregon winning the game. Now people are going to be tuning in for the fireworks. USC fans, they're resigned. They want to win this game. I just, the vibe I'm getting is, they don't have much of a chance. So USC fans, they just want to, they, they want the chance to see Caleb Williams lead his, in using Dan Lanning's words, USC's seven on seven offense. <laughs> they want to see them score more points than Dan Lanning's team. Caleb is going to have an opportunity to kind of put a bow on his two-year Trojan career. I don't think anybody anticipates him coming back next year with a huge win on the road. A win in Eugene will literally make a lot of Trojan fans say, you know what, I know we're not getting everything else we wanted, but I'll take that. That feels good. Because then he's got one more regular season game left and a chance to go undefeated against UCLA. So if Dan Lanning can, look, I think he's going to want to put his quarterback, put Bo Nix out there on front street, right? Try and get him as much credibility as possible, making him look better than Caleb in the game. And, and that's what I think makes this game so intriguing from a fan's perspective to see how the coaches treat this game. Lanning is that really, you know, he's younger than Riley. <laughs> and he's really brash, more brash, more arrogant than Lincoln. And he's actually made some questionable on-field calls that date back to last year that have cost his team a chance of victory. 
and let's be honest. Let's be honest here for a second. Oregon is always going to try and pretend that they're part of the cool crowd. They like to put on all their cool costumes every week. Oh, look what we're wearing this week, guys. Uniform combo number 1348. That's us. The question I have for Coach Lanning, because I think he's going to be a good one. He's just he's still learning how to be a head coach. Is can he stay, can he can he stay in the in his lane? Can he color inside the lines? Or is he gonna try and get Bo the Heisman and try and match whatever Caleb Williams does? And conversely, will Lincoln Riley, you know, try and coach to win the game, control the game clock, and keep his own defense off the field? Or is he going to try and send Caleb out, you know, with some with one of those statistical flourishes? Kind of like, hey, you know what, Caleb? Thank you for everything you did. I'm going to do my very best to help you get back to New York for that Heisman ceremony. Following practice the other day, um, Caleb was asked what he and the team would need to do in order to pull off this upset on the road. This is what he had to say. Going out there and being consistent is something that we're harping on this week. Just being absolutely consistent and focused. The main thing this week has been the word focus. Focus on your job. Focus on your route. Focus on your alignment. Just lining up and getting the right positions. Make sure we get the right reads, the right checks, studying film and things like that. Focus on the task ahead. You can't focus on anything else. It's a one-game season right now. I like those words. It sounded great. Williams, you know, he also said that the, the goal is to be the same person every single day. Regardless, you know, of how things have finished previously and where the team finds itself in right now, that's the goal. Just be who you are. Don't change. I feel good about USC when Caleb is on his game, playing well, being who he is. Bo Nix also, I think, knows that playing against USC and doing something special carries a lot of weight. It, it carries more weight when Oregon does something well against USC than when USC does something great and beats Oregon. As Coach Riley would say, that's just the nature of the beast. That's how it is. I know Oregon fans say, yeah, well, over recent times, we've been better than you. Great. Golf clap. Golf clap. Yeah, you have. I look at the big picture. And we'll see. Maybe you'll get another reason to, to brag and gloat after this game. Probably. But just know, you weren't originally asked to go to the big conference. You got down on your knees. You beg, said, hey, we'll go on pennies on the dollar. Just bring us along. We need USC more than they need us. Sometimes the truth hurts. Right now, it hurts Trojan fans. But they're not playing as well as Oregon. Well, I'm here to tell the truth. I'm about everything. So, there you go.
we spend a lot of time talking, you and I. We get fired up together, wins and losses, who starts, who sits. And I love these conversations that we have. Today, I want our chat to be a little bit more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on your ED medication. You're using them? Check this out. You realize what that means, right? Bring, bring on extended travel. Bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You're covered. My friend, you don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis or Vi Viagra or Ravascio. If you use any of those, you're covered with Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember, use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout and you're going to receive a discount also. This is what one verified customer had to say about Jace. I'm thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut bills in half just to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered my antibiotics kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get peace of mind by having a year supply of your daily meds, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. That's jacemedical.com. That's Friday. I'm here to do my Friday rant. And there's so much I want to vent about right now. There's been a pretty uh, eventful week, wouldn't you say? You might have heard me mention it on the Five Things show that I do on WRSC immediately after the game, uh, when we're done, right after we're done doing interviews. <clears throat> this past game against Washington, I talked about how the, the call scene was sold out. But you know what else was sold out? The folks who helped pay for Pat Hayden's ivory tower. You know, the the luxury suite side of the stadium. All those folks, well, not all of them, but quite a few of you, you either sold your tickets to a broker, to a third party, or you sold them straight to Husky fans. There was just way, way too much purple between the 20s on the rich side of town. You know, I have I call out USC fans all the time. Very fickle. If USC is not winning, going to the championship game, winning 11 games, you guys don't show up. You don't support the team. Not all of you, just a good portion of you. But I could go off on all the fans. But I'm specifically pointing out this section. I get it. It's your money. You can spend it however you want. But it's homecoming for crying out loud. And you sell your tickets to somebody else when this is your biggest game of the season? Yeah, you don't get to go back on hindsight. Yeah, well, we lost. You didn't know that going into the game. Anyways, very disappointing. And I really hope USC fans change their attitude because, look, I get it. You can sell your tickets. You can make money off it. It's yours. But the Big Ten fans, they're going to come in and they're going to scoop those tickets up. 
they have no problem paying a pretty penny to sit at the 50-yard line. We'll see what happens next season. We'll see what happens for the UCLA game. Something else I want to kind of vent about. And I, I know there was a few Trojan fans that jumped in on it and kind of tried to pile in, pile on. It was mostly Oklahoma fans who attacked Caleb Williams for uh, his breakdown when he was in his mom's arms after that game against Washington. I totally understand what it feels like to be so emotionally invested in something that you love, whatever the relationship is. But when you see that slip away, it hurts. It hurts a lot. I mean, we think that we control what happens in our lives, but we really don't. I, I, I can't remember which former athlete said it. I, it was a, I believe it was a baseball player. You guys help me out. Hit me up in the comment section. But he said, at the end of the day, you can't control the results. You can only control your effort, let your, your effort level, and your focus. And it makes so much sense. It really does. It makes a lot of sense. I just felt that anybody, and you know who you are. You watch the show. You make comments all the time. Anyone who was enjoying watching Caleb wearing his emotions on his sleeve, having that type of emotional breakdown, you probably have some serious emotional issues of your own. You're not a good person. I said it at the top of the show that I read that I read my everyday my everyday viewers' comments, and I do. I love them all. Well, most of them, <laughs> not all of them. Some of you out there take this stuff, I think, a little bit too seriously. You know who you are. And look, believe me, I would love nothing more than to be a sunshine pumper 24-7, 365 days a year. But I'd be faking it. And really, who wants to be faked out, right? None of us. Honesty is the best policy, even if it's not always positive. But I want to say, you know, the, the comments, it, it, sometimes I'll, you'll say something else like, all right, let me stop and think about this. Because one person's reality, you know, if your perception is your reality. Trust me, I'm not trying to be a Dougie Downer. But right now, it's hard to find the positive. And, you know, trying to accentuate anything that's positive right now, it's, it's really difficult. I mean, there's there's not a lot of joy in Mudville right now around the Trojans, at least the football program. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. You know, I could I could talk about the positive, how the run game has done really well and it's worked this year, but then Coach Riley stops using it. So, yeah, Marshawn Lloyd, Darwin Barlow, Austin Jones, Quentin Joyner, they look great. When they run the ball, but then they go away from running the ball. So what are you focusing on? The good part or the fact that they're not maximizing their run game? I mean, that for me is positively frustrating. <laughs> there you go. I had to spin it somehow. I mean, I could talk about Zachariah Branch and how he's 
splashed this year on special teams. But, you know, then all of a sudden I'm thinking about why aren't you getting the ball in his hands as much as possible on offense? And think about this. As much as I bring up the defensive line and the rush-ins and the improvement they've shown this season, the rest of the defense just casts such a long shadow over those guys. So even when they are playing well, it's hard to focus on it. Believe me, guys and gals. I hate pointing out the weaknesses and the flaws. But it's my job. got to do it. It's who I am. I'm not going to fake news you every day. That's not who I am. And it's why you come back here every day for another episode of Locked on USC. Because you're going to get a new take, something fresh, something new. I'm not just going to throw a bunch of statistics at you. Look, if you want to blame someone for my pessimistic view the second half of the season, let's start with the coaching staff. Coach Riley constantly telling me and you and everybody that they're close to making this thing really go. They're make, they're just they're about to turn the corner. I bought in just like you guys did. Even though I didn't want to buy in because I saw the stuff. I called it early, but I kept chugging along. And I'll keep plugging along. I'll be back for another episode of Locked on USC. The next one will be a post-game reaction after this Oregon game. It'll be late, the 7.30 p.m. kickoff. So you can stay up late and wait for it, or you can watch it on Sunday. But it will be there. So until that next episode of Locked on USC, everyone, you know what to do. I'll be there with you, rooting for the Trojans to win. <laughs>